Hello, everyone. And welcome to our podcast, Collages, Collages of Cleverness. Of Cleverness, where you can enjoy weekly tutorials, reviews, art, and more. My name is Rosemary Nicole. And I'm Malia Yvonne. In today's episode, we will be interviewing our parents or our moms yeah. about online school and online businesses. Yes, and we're really excited, and we're going to be talking about a few hobbies during quarantine. And, um, yeah, so right now, um, we're going to introduce ourselves, introduce, um, our moms. So, I have my mom here, um, her name is Nancy. Hi, I'm Nancy, excited to be here. Yeah, and they're going to come back later in the episode. And I have my mom here, her name is Sherry. Hi, everybody. Yeah, and Um, we're really excited. So, we will be interviewing them on their reviews of online school as well as their um their reviews on our us doing online school so yes that will be fun yeah so to start off we're just going to be talking a little bit and then they're going to be coming back soon so um basically we're going to be giving some tips just our feelings about like Zoom online learning, and then they're going to come say how they feel about us learning online, then how they feel about working online, stuff like that. Um, Very fun. So first, we're just going to give a little bit of our inside views on online school, and then we'll bring them back. So um, why don't we start with Zoom? Yes. Zoom is a great method that you can use to communicate either with your class, with a big group meeting, with just your friends, and I love it because there's a lot of cool things you can do on it. You can research that, but you can add a background, you can do all kinds of things, um, so I like it. There's like a whiteboard function, and we're going to talk about how we use it for school. And if you don't know what Zoom is, it's just like FaceTime, but you can have a bunch of people come. And we do it with our class um, every morning Mm -hmm. and every other day with one of our teachers. Um, And I personally like going to Zoom because we can see our classmates. Um, One downside for me is that you can turn off your video, and so you can't see everybody. Sometimes it's helpful when I have bed hair, but... Um, usually I would prefer to be able to see them at school and be able to interact with them and not have to wait my turn to say what I want to say. Yeah, and the I, there is a function uh, where you can do breakout rooms, and our Spanish teacher, Spanish and social studies teacher, has been doing that with us, and it's really helpful because it's almost like working in a group back in the classroom, and people get less nervous, so I definitely recommend that if your teacher doesn't do that, to tell them, hey, there's a breakout rooms function, you know, we can do this, and then you can give us groups to talk about this thing, and also... I would just like to say uh, one thing to make the meeting easier and more accessible for students. Um, first of all, like tell all your friends and everything. But I told my teacher, um, like my other teacher, we have two teachers who are giving Zoom meetings. And so one of them was giving us Zoom links. And that was easy. You just click on it and it took you there. The other one was giving us meeting passwords, IDs, all of that. So I told him you should do a link. And now he does that. And now I think we have higher rate of people coming. And it's easier to access the meeting. So I definitely think that's good. 
Um, I definitely prefer having a Zoom link because I wouldn't have paper with me, so I would just have to memorize the password and memorize the username. And it's long. It's really long. And if you've hosted a Zoom meeting or if you've gone to one, you know how long they are. Yeah. Um, so then he started giving us Zoom links, and I didn't know that they were for Zoom until Rosie actually told me. And so then you just hit the link, and it says connecting. And if your teacher has a feature where you have to get submitted into it, then it'll say um, wait for your teacher to um, enter you into the Zoom meeting or something like that. Yeah. And if not, then it just says connecting, and it takes you to the Zoom mm-hmm. meeting. Also, if you want to be able to see your classmates and interact more with your class, I recommend that you put on your video because I just find it so much easier to, it's like I'm present. I'm not out in the middle of a galaxy rolling yeah. around. Really quick before we continue, I just wanted to mention um, today we're still on Zoom because we're still in quarantine and I'm recording. So hopefully you can hear both of us clearly, but you might hear me more. And um, now yes. back to the topic of Zoom. Um, yeah, what you were saying, the links are really helpful and... Um, it's nice to be able to talk with your classmates. And um, I would definitely recommend if you don't like something, if the instructions aren't clear, like one of our teachers doesn't give the clearest instructions, um, but they're pretty clear. Just sometimes it's confusing. Um, you can tell them, make suggestions, because they really want to hear from you. And they're trying their best. You should try your best, too, if you're a student or if you're a teacher listening to this. Good job. We're really grateful for all the teachers right now. Um, but, um, yeah, so Malia actually has something she wants to talk to you about, about the screen name on Zoom, because uh, so, sometimes it's really confusing. Um, when you first log into Zoom, if you are listening to this before you've gone to a Zoom meeting yet, I totally recommend you take this advice because I didn't know about this and it ended up badly. Um, so when you start, it says meeting, like it says your meeting password, meeting ID to get in. Um, if not, if you don't hit the Zoom link and then it will say screen name. And this is your one chance to put in your screen name because you can't really log out unless you log into a new account. So, um, you have to put your name. I read it wrong, and I read meeting name. So, I put in my teacher's name. So, whenever I go to a Zoom meeting, it says Mr. Frontini, which is my teacher's name. And so, (laughs) I have my teacher's name apparently now. Um, And the way to switch your screen name is you go to participants at the bottom, and you hit, you go up to yourself, and it'll say unmute, rename. And you hit rename. And you can rename yourself. Yeah. Which is what I have to do every single time. Yeah. Because my name isn't my teacher's name. Definitely. Um, and also just stay muted so you don't create distractions. But to the screen name, I first, there was this one, this is also a reason to just use a Zoom link. There's this one time where before the teacher had started doing Zoom links, it was like we had the wrong password. It was just crazy. It was chaos. The meeting had already started apparently, but everyone was like, what's happening on Google Classroom? And then it was like screen name. I was like, what's the screen name, teacher? And, and then everyone was like, your name. And I was like, what? And like, your name. And I was like, oh, but yeah, if you haven't done that, just know. Password is the one password, ID is the ID, and then uh, the screen name is your name. I didn't know yeah. that. 
Also, I would recommend saving your teachers some trouble by just writing your name and not having uh, a weird thing because they might think you're an imposter. So that's why that's a good thing about having a waiting room first. But if you're just doing it with your friends, sometimes it can be hard because you have to wait for a while. But yeah. Um, also, I wanted to mention that um, when you're on Zoom, just um, always keep yourself muted. Um, unless you have something to say, because it creates so much chaos. Um, the first couple meetings that we had with our teacher, they didn't know this, and they didn't know they could mute all their students. Yeah. And it was disaster, disaster. So we all, me and Rosie, had our hands over our eyes and we, or our ears actually, and we were like dying. Yeah, it was disastrous. <laughs> but, Very disastrous. And so, Rosie, do you want to bring your mom on? Yeah, um, I'd just like to make one more suggestion, and then my mom's going to come talk, and then we'll talk a little bit more after both of our moms talk. But the last suggestion is I just put on these glasses. I forgot that you guys can't see me, obviously, but I forgot I'm supposed to wear them. Um, They are these glasses that they sell on Amazon and probably other places, platforms, that are screen protecting because I got headaches from the screen, my computer Chromebook screen. Um, So these are Gamma, Blu-ray, um, no, Ray optics uh blue light blocking glasses they're supposed to protect you from the blue light or at least somewhat to protect you from the blue light of the screens so I definitely recommend getting those if you're getting headaches and also if you just want to protect your eyes now we're going to have my one, mom come here oh sorry mm-hmm. um, one more thing while rosie gets her mom is that um headaches might not always be from screens i get headaches almost daily because of dehydration because i'm not at school so i don't remember to drink my water so make sure you drink water drinking water is really important and doing exercise because you might be stressed and you're just lying on the couch staring at the screen the whole day my mom actually was telling me the other day when we were talking about this podcast uh to every you know every few every like 15 minutes something like that get up stretch and you know because it's really easy to get lazy and just get really tired and be looking at the screen. So now my mom is here. Hello. And um, so this is Nancy, my mom, and she's going to talk about how she feels about me and just students in general having online learning. And then she's going to talk about more about how she feels with her work. So, yeah. And Nancy, would you like to introduce what you do as well? Yeah. Sure. So besides being Rosemary's mom, I'm the director of a nonprofit climate action organization. Um, I'll talk a little about what we've been able to do online in a bit. But first, I want to say, as a parent, um, in my situation, it's been pretty incredible to see the transition to online learning. Rosemary's been able to stay connected with her teacher, with friends, keep learning, access even science labs through through an online method. She's um, gotten more independent about recording work and turning it in. So a lot of things are working well for us. That said, we are also seeing in the world uh, a magnification of what people call the digital divide, where since the internet and this, these kinds of technology were developed, it was clear that some people had more access and some people have had less access looking at the world, looking within communities, and that mostly has to do with access to resources and money, above all. So we are seeing that divide or gap between who has devices and good Wi-Fi access and um, and, and 
general access to learning online, we're seeing that divide grow. And so within the community of Watsonville, where we are, um, I've heard stories from teachers at one of the high schools that up to you know maybe half of their students are not even attending any kind of online classes. And you can imagine a situation where there's several children, one slow Wi-Fi connection, if all the children are supposed to be working at the same time. Yeah. Um, do they even have devices? Are they trying to share the Wi-Fi? It's pretty challenging. Yes. I know a family um, that goes to our school, and there's six girls in our family. They're all super nice. And I think they all, yeah. they all have their own device um, because our school is giving out Chromebooks, but they can only use their Wi-Fi one at a time. And it's, they can't, they might all have Zoom meetings at the same time. And they, only one of them can go to it. And it's usually the youngest, probably, because, you know, they need to stay connected. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend if you have access to Wi-Fi, look into that if you have enough money for those things. Because we're probably going to be like this for a while. So um, having good internet connection and just a nice workspace is really important, I think. Is there anything else you wanted to say about uh, school or do you want to talk about your work now? I guess a little bit more about school. So again, um, school districts and states are doing their best to try to um, make that gap smaller and, like Malia said, provide Chromebooks or devices. Some places are providing free Wi-Fi hotspots. Some um, companies are providing free Wi-Fi access, at least temporarily during this, this crisis. So it's good for people to look into the resources that are available um, if they're in need. And I guess a little bit more about the learning. Uh, sort of ironically, I think there's a lot more out there that I'd like to be taking advantage of in terms of science lessons and views of museums and free films and things like that. And because we're already spending so much time on online, I'm kind of reluctant to go take a tour of a national park or see a free film, even though I know those things are available right now. Yeah. And can you just now tell us about your online working? I know you already, this is lucky for the people who already have a mostly online job um, but she already has mostly working online I mean she doesn't get to have all the resources resources like her office meetings like that but do you want to talk about the ups and downs if you have any tips sure I mean for me personally I'm been pretty accustomed to doing a lot through email through phone calls from home um, we have moved meetings obviously in-person meetings online and there's a lot that's actually very convenient about that there's no longer travel time there's no longer sitting in traffic um, it reduces carbon emissions because people aren't having to transport themselves different places and is more efficient so a lot of that is working well I mean again the downside is we're not able to do the person-to-person -person outreach and communication of information which would be really helpful about the climate crisis at this point in time yeah and I say definitely she says her fingers start hurting from so much typing so we have a keyboard that's like really kind of old and you have to press it hard so if you have a keyboard that's flatter that's nicer or maybe take a break like just voice do it or just take breaks often because uh and work on your posture because when we're sitting so much uh you might start hunching your back a lot and that would probably hurt so uh, do you have anything else? I know that I know that whenever I text with Rosie, I usually do voice recording just because I've been typing a lot. So me and Rosie just voice record to each other yeah. a lot. Um, is that it? Okay. So now Molia's mom is going to talk. 
So I have my mom here. Her name is Sherry. Hi, everybody. Um, what do you do for a living? I am a kindergarten teacher in a dual language immersion program. So you speak both Spanish and English. Me and Rosie go to that school, so we can both speak Spanish and English. Um, my mom my first too. question for you is, how do you like us doing online school, like me and Rosie? Well, um, it's been an interesting learning curve, right, to see what you are doing. And over this, the last um, month and a half that we've been in this, it's been interesting to see how it's kind of grown and changed um, and improved. So I do like the fact that your teachers are doing regular Zoom meetings with you so that you guys can interact with each other and interact with your teacher. Um, I think that part that um, allows you to have that personal connection with your teacher and your, and your classmates is really important. So that part's great. Um, and then as far as everything else, it looks like, you know, you're able to work independently and get done what you need to get done. And you seem to be doing a good job. You're not doing as much, you're not spending as much time, it seems, learning as if you were in school, actual mm -hmm. physical school. But um, I think what you're doing so far looks and seems like it's pretty good, but I, you know, I haven't taken a look at it with a um, magnifying glass as far as really knowing exactly what you would be doing compared to what you are doing. Um, okay, so because you're a teacher, um, I, you're, you sort of just talked about it, but how do you like um, doing online school and connecting with your students online, and what platforms do you use? Uh-huh, okay. Um, so it's, that has also grown and changed over this time, um, but what I'm doing with my students since they're in kindergarten, they, I, have a, I use an app called Class Dojo where the parents can um, have access to it on their phones, their tablets, or their computer very easily, and it's free. So that's worked out really well. All of my families are connected on that, and then I use that to post information, videos, um, through a stream and then I can also private message parents that way and that's been a really great tool and then I'm also doing two Zoom meetings a week right now with my students and I'm thinking about actually for the next couple weeks adding on a couple more because that's been the best part of my um, experience with my students so far. They're, they're getting work packets every week that they have to complete which are about 50 to 55 pages long so they have a lot of work to do. Um, I mean, it's kindergarten work, so it's not, you know, you have to keep in mind that the amount of work on each page is, is minimal, but they're doing, um, you know, math and science and English and reading and um, every, every subject area, they have to do a little practice with that. So when I'm doing the Zoom meetings, that's my favorite part because I actually am able to teach them and have interaction with them. Um, I control the muting and unmuting on my side since they're so little. Um, but we, I'm, I'm teaching them that way. We're interacting, we're talking, and we're actually exercising. We get up, we jump, we spin, we dance. Um, and that's, I feel like, has been the most successful. And I've been able to get to the point right now where I have about, I average about 18 out of 21 students coming each time, which is a pretty good percentage. Mm -hmm. uh, it started off with maybe 12 to 14, and then I've been contacting parents right away as soon as the meeting ends. And just saying, I'm, I missed your child this today at our meeting, and I hope to see them at the next one. So um, I really think that that's been a, a successful part. And I'm actually thinking about next week adding in some small group lessons, because if we're still teaching this way in the fall, then I need to be doing, I would like to be doing uh, Zoom meetings every day. Okay, so um, this is to both moms. 
Um, what is your favorite pastime or art project to do during quarantine? I know mm-hmm. yours. <laughs> Am I starting? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, I think Nancy and I have a, the same one of the same hobbies, but um, I love to knit and crochet, and I think she does too. So I've been doing a lot of knitting and crocheting, and which has been really nice because when I'm teaching and working in the normal way, I don't have time, and I really get very little time to knit. And now, um, since we're home more, I've been able to do that, and I've been making monsters. Um, Malia, I made one for her for her birthday. But I've made a bunch um, of monsters for friends, kids, or for um, actually a couple for the school, for our school raffle. Um, And I have other projects in line, so that's been really cool. Yeah, and um, now my mom, do you want to talk about your favorite art hobby during this time? Yeah, actually, surprisingly enough, I haven't really been getting into any kind of craft. I've been helping Rosie do some things. I did sew by hand a few masks, a little practical uh, sewing project. Yes, Um, we've painted some. I'm getting into painting. Um, That's really fun. And I'll just talk really quick about some art projects that I like, or a art project that I've been doing right now. But first, I just want to say, yes, if you are a teacher or a student, I definitely recommend platforms like Zoom if you're a teacher. I think um, if you're considering doing Zoom meetings, definitely do it because for me, it's what it's much more helpful and it's totally worth it to have them instead of just doing the work, um, even if sometimes they're boring or you already know how to do the work. Um, so yeah, and Khan Academy is a good platform if you need more help with math and there's things like that. So I definitely recommend Google Classroom also. And now um, we'll talk about art project that I'm doing. I've been painting. Um, my mom just ordered me a bunch of painting materials, and I think now is a great time to get into a hobby or an art project that you like because uh, there's probably an art type of art out there for you. And did some watercolors for Mother's Day. We, um, we did some, and I did another painting, painting rocks. We'll have an episode about that. It's really fun, too. So, Malia, do you want to talk about that? About what you do um, when for art? Okay. Sorry, guys. It looks like they froze. But um, I'll just talk a little bit more. So, um, I have been doing... Um, a lot of painting, as I said. I like experimenting with clothing. Um, we're having some technical difficulties right now. So, um, you will hear back from them in a minute. But for now, I will talk, um, a little bit about Zoom more. So, uh, I definitely recommend showing your face because if you don't, uh, it's you know, confusing for everyone, and people probably miss you. They want to see you. If you're a student or a teacher, definitely if you're a teacher, I mean, show your face because, like, that's just, um, uh, that's just, um, helpful for the students. And there is, if you're embarrassed about your face, which I wouldn't be, but there's a touch-up, uh, thing where you can, like, it covers up your skin. It makes it look nice. There's different backgrounds sorry my mom is getting them back right now there's different backgrounds there's things like that but I definitely recommend you don't have to be embarrassed about what you look like I would just show your face on the zoom meetings and you don't have to have audio um 
we're still having technical difficulties, but now we are going to talk about, um, sorry guys, they are not answering. My mom is going to talk, my mom is going to talk a little bit more about online working right now. So, yeah. Yeah, so one of the things I realized is that when everything is online, distance is no longer a barrier of any kind to participation. So what's been amazing is to connect with individuals and groups that are spread out in different cities, different parts of the country, and even different countries where we can come together at a moment in time, um, again, with without transportation being a factor or a barrier of any any means. Yeah, so we now have them back. We're so sorry about the technical difficulties, but Malia, do you want to talk about your favorite art hobby project? So I've been getting into two different art projects um, during quarantine. Um, one thing that I've been doing is I've been making masks. A yeah. good friend of my mine and my mom's, um, she was so nice to come over here before this all started and before shelter-in-place happened, um, and she brought me a sewing machine, and she brought me a bunch of material on elastic and wiring and all the stuff that I need to make masks and my patterns and my templates, everything. She taught me how to make them. She taught me, she gave me pins. She gave me all the stuff. It was so nice of her. And um, so I've been making masks. I actually just made masks for Rosie and yeah, Nancy. She's um, I'm almost done with them. Just she's to very add a good at making things. them. Thank you. Um, and that's been fun to do. I've sent them to my family and my friends, my mom's friends, everybody that needs a mask, I will make one for because we all need to be careful. Um, and another thing that I've been getting into is needle felting. So we will make an episode on needle felting. Yes, um, I'm looking but forward to it. basically to sum it up, it's you get wool and you poke it um, to make a, a figurine or an animal or anything that you really want to. You can be very creative and make mythical creatures and mm -hmm. dragons. Yeah. Whatever you want. And um. Do you have anything else you want to talk about about that? I just forgot my thought that I was going to talk about. <laughs> um, well, my mom, actually, she has been um, knitting and crocheting, and um, she likes to make monsters. So you heard her say that before. And they're not literal, like, big things. They're small, and she has a book. What is the, who is the book by? Rebecca Danger is the name of the author of the book, and she she's the one who created the patterns. And there's there's like small and medium sized monsters, and they have, some of them are striped, or they just um, or you can use variegated yarn or just single colors, and they have ears and and arms and feet and funny mouths that you use felt for. You cut out with felt and you glue the um, those on, and you use safety eyes, and they're pretty cute. And yeah, they're fun. Mm -hmm. And, um, is there anything else? I remembered my thought. Um, so I was just going to yeah. say, okay, great. <clears throat> I was just, um, going to say that if, uh, you want to make your Zoom meetings a little funner, you could ask your teacher to have some cool days. Like yesterday, our, one of our teachers had a bring your pet or stuffed animal to class day. And that's really fun because you get to see everyone's 
pets and things like that. So you could do like that. And uh, one week we had a spirit week. So one day was like rainbow day. You wear like rainbow or one day it was like pajama day, crazy hair day. So that those are like fun things that you could ask your teachers to do during Zoom. And I think we have a few more things that we want to talk about, and then we're going to wrap it up. So, um, um, I have one more thing about the Zoom. Um, I had a Zoom meet with my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family on my birthday. I really wanted to see them. But when I was talking with my mom's family, um, I have a cousin that's about 22. 22. Yeah. Um, her name is Jessica, and she is a student teacher right now. Um, and so she's been having Zoom meetings with her students, and since she's not the teacher, she's been playing fun get-to-know-you games and um, online games such as Kahoot or Quizzes. Um, she had another platform that I completely forgot, but it was really fun. We did a family one, and if you're in older grades, like my mom's a teacher's kindergarten, so she can't do that, obviously, with her students, but um, it's really fun when our teachers do Kahoots, just random Kahoots, maybe about music or... Yeah. Um, maybe about something else that's fun and I just really like to do that once my teacher did a whole music thing Definitely. um and we each chose a song and he would play it yes it was really fun um um can I say something yeah so one idea that I think I'm gonna do with my class on Thursday um oh no wait today no on Monday is a um I can share my screen with them, and then we can do things. I've been able to show them different apps that they have access to and teach them how to use them um, for math and, and, and reading. And um, I'm going to do a Just Dance with them, so I'm going to have them stand up and dance with me, which is a good idea too, kind of fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really fun. There's definitely uh, – one of our teachers has been doing PE with us, our PE teacher, on one day of the week. So that's fun uh, in case you're not getting motivated to do um, – <laughs> PE, so, um, yeah, my mom wants to say something else, oh, uh, who wants to talk? Go ahead, Malia. Okay, my mom will talk after Um, her. So, one more idea for PE, it's really quick, is getting, taking down your bike and just, if you live in a, maybe just like a cul-de-sac neighborhood, or if you live near the forest or the beach, you can just go on a little bike ride with your family, and, um, it's very fun. Maybe yeah, you'll run into somebody and be able to social distance talk with them for a minute. Yeah. Um, what was your thought, Mom? Just one of my favorite things from this whole situation has been seeing the Zoom performances of mm. songs or musical pieces from people in different settings. I just think that's so beautiful and coordinated. And there's a whole bunch of them out there from a performance of one of the Hamilton songs. My niece is a music teacher in Massachusetts, and she just did get by with a little help from my friends with all the music teachers in her school district. And yeah. It's just a lot of those, those available out. right now, and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, My sister did a presentation with a group for English, and she did this really cool thing where they were passing a seashell to each other. They each had their own seashell, so they were all different, obviously. But um, she would take hers, and she would say, here you go, Molly, and she would pass it to her friend, and then she would, her friend would, try to pretend to reach and grab it. And then she would pass it down below to her other friend. And um, I found that really cool. It looks really fun. Yeah. And even my mom was saying, like, you forget how many, you don't have time. Like, all the people that you never see, you might have relatives that live far away or friends. Like, 
most of our relatives don't live here. Um, so it's fun to just Zoom with them. Like right now, now that we have time, and now I didn't use Zoom until now. She did a little bit, but now we're using it a lot, and it's really fun. You can, like, play family games and stuff. You can play charades, guessing games. You, there's, like, a whiteboard function. You can play, like, hangman and things like that. So those are um, some of our fun Zoom tips. Do you guys have anything else? I think we're good. Okay, so thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode of collages collages of cleverness. cleverness. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't miss next week's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.